Hi guys, on this show we're looking at Stack, Hale, Allen, Clark, Silverman, White, Kuzak and Black. We're looking at 2003's School of Rock. <laughs> Hello everyone and welcome to another episode of 100 Things We Learned From Film. My name's Planty and I've got a hangover. Does anyone know what that means? <laughs> Not anymore. Uh, and I'm the other guy and I'm classed as a drummer, so no is interesting, but uh, just as crucial to the band. <laughs> You're Neil Peart. <laughs> Very Peart. <laughs> Thank you. John, how are you? I'm all right. Uh, it's uh, blazing sunny outside. Not it's a dreary <laughs> Glasgow or Glasgow. I'm not even in Glasgow anymore. Not even in Glasgow anymore. Scot- I'll just say Scotland. I'll just generalise the whole place. <laughs> it's a Sunday, bloody Sunday, isn't it? Yeah, we never do a Sunday, so this we is weird. Should, we should be in church right now, helping anybody, the homeless. We're not going to church today. You give me one good reason. It's Saturday. Yeah. Uh, uh, whoa, hey, John, you picked a Sunday School of Rock for I us did. this week. I did, yeah. Yeah, fantastic stuff. Uh, School of Rock, by the way, listeners, I, I'd not heard, well, heard, I'd not seen this film for 15 years? Yeah, it's been a while for me it's as well. It's good, isn't it? It's really good, yeah. It's actually, when you watch it back, you think, this is actually really good. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> John, 2003, 20 years ago. Jesus. Oh, man. What else could we have been uh, talking about? So, we could have been looking at Underworld. Oh, right, yeah. yeah. More on that later, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Legal Extraordinary Gentleman. Oh, ooh, future episode <laughs> What a pile of shit that is. <laughs> oh, it's a mess, isn't it? Uh, the oh, Master and Commander. We, oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's really good. That's really I like good. that. I've seen that. Uh, Shia LaBeouf before he came a crazy act uh, Holes is it Holes when he's oh the kids film yeah yeah yeah, yeah. like, like uh, to Charles Bronson he's digging holes <laughs> uh, Identity we've talked about that spoke about this before with John John Cusack didn't we John oh Cusack connection the Cusack yeah, yeah. connection yeah uh, and last but not least Pirates of the Caribbean oh the Curse of the Black, Black Curse of the Bleak Pearl yeah, the first one yeah because my first daughter was just about to be born when we went to see it, so oh, we were worried wow. that she would go into labour watching it, but no, we're fine. We're Jesus. fine. Oh, although, fun fact, she did kick like hell when we went to see uh, Terminator 3. Oh, did she? She also yeah. fucking hated it. <laughs> 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 but that's 2003, there's, a, there's lots of stuff, oh, Mystic River, Big Fish, uh, Shattered Glass, Lara Croft, Tomb Raider, there's loads of stuff coming out, but yeah, those were the... Tomb Raider film. When we finally get someone on that's got a gaming podcast, we'll do some dog shit like (laughs) Tomb Raider film or something. Oh, no. Lock him in the fucking pantry. Anyway. (laughs) Uh, John, School of Rock. We're going to talk and try and get 100 things from this. Listeners, if you like what you are hearing at the end of the show, we're going to give our patrons a shout-out. If you give us a quid, we'll give you a shout-out. And this month, we might actually give you an opportunity to pick a film, which we didn't do last month. So, But we've got a lot of shit on. So, uh, you know, we we will be. The next episode will be a listener's choice or a patron's choice. Uh, So give us a quid and we will do all that at the end. I might even sing about one of you. Anyway, <clears throat> are you ready, John? No, but yeah. No, but yeah. <laughs> no, but, no, but yeah. yeah. But yeah, but no. uh, it, we open, it shows, states it's a Paramount film. Uh, we've done Paramount, probably not yeah. as to death as the others, um, but that mountain, that's the peak of Ben Lomond. Uh, no, John, not that one. Uh, oh. the, the, the one in Ogden, Utah. Hilda, oh, that one. Hilda, Hilda Ogden, Utah. Famous. <laughs> I had a wee ping on there for Scotland and then you ruined it. <laughs> uh, yeah, this one. Uh, yeah, Utah Saints. Uh, the stars represent the 24 stars that were put under contract by Adolf Zukor, um, the original owner and producer. There have since 1967 only been 22 stars. So I can't help but wonder who got dropped from that. Yeah, that's probably, a weird one, isn't probably it? some fucking Nazi or something. Probably. <laughs> we open on this grimy venue. It made me think of the long gone, much missed cockpit in Leeds, uh, which I absolutely adore. Oh God, under the bridge! I forgot about yeah, that. Yeah, see you've been in the cockpit. <laughs> oh man, what a venue! I've seen all sorts at the cockpit. Oh Jesus, that takes me back. That yeah. takes me back. 
this band are playing this gig. Jack Black is Dewey and he shows them up. He plays this solo. Yeah. Dives into the crowd, falls on his face, smashes some glasses. <laughs> um, Do you see this guy, by the way, doing his best Kelly Rowland messaging on this Nokia phone? <laughs> oh, yeah. This guy sucks. Oh, my God. Is it? Yeah this, yeah, this band sucks. <laughs> uh, I seen it was a is it a Scott Rudden production. Yes. Uh, the only thing I remember his name is, and I don't know why I remember it, is uh, produced Team America. Oh right, okay. Uh, and no Scott. country for old men as well. But I, I double checked that because I, I know I know that name, but I uh, Team America. Oh, Fuck no, yeah! No for old men. What a film that is. Oh god, I defo. Next morning in the apartment, um, we've got Dewey's asleep. And we've got fantastic uh, Mike Mike White, right? I was mm-hmm. like, Mike White, that's a made-up name. That's not, He's not anybody. He's not somebody. Uh, but it turns out he is. Uh, so he's Ned, which mm-hmm. starts to get really confusing later on in my notes because I was like, oh, and this is Ned. No, it's not. It's Dewey. No, this is... Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, and the absolutely phenomenal, funny, beautiful, hilarious, but not a character in this film. Yeah. Yep. Sarah Silverman. Sarah Silverman. She is yeah, yeah. just in this film. She is just woman bad, isn't she? Like, uh, it's pretty enough, this right? White, yeah, white yeah. guy cannot write women at all. <laughs> it is just woman bad, man rock. Pretty yeah. much, yeah. At least she wasn't. At least she wasn't fucking Matt Damon. Which, which as soon as I see her, I think of that song all the time. <laughs> um, on that subject, though, I would probably crawl through a mile of powdered glass just to wank in Silver Sherman's uh, Silverman's shadow. Oh, yeah, really? absolutely. You can see why your man from the Underworld films was so into her. Oh, God, eh? Yeah, yeah. No she, she certainly made my like and rise. <laughs> oh, nice. <laughs> um, they're arguing about Dewey not paying rent. They wake him up, and her line is, you owe us $2,200. <laughs> and he's like, you know I don't have it. What did you wake me up for that? <laughs> <laughs> Which, you know, I mean... I've lived with people like Dewey. Um, I've never really been a, a Dewey, sadly, because he's pretty cool. He ends up being pretty cool, um, mm. but he's a piece of shit. Is 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 the, the message oh, of really the film? Is. I think. He's, but he's, a piece he's, of shit can have a redemption arc. Yeah, yeah. Is rock and roll, isn't it? It's all about that whole loving rock yeah, and roll, and I think that's yeah. what they're trying to. But I, it comes across about yeah, twat. But didn't he was he? he was he was too old for it at this point. Well, I, I looked I looked up. Apparently, he started playing. This was a fun fact. Started playing guitar at age twenty-three. He had to exchange fast food for guitar lessons from his acting buddy Kyle Gas. All oh, right, okay. The we other bloke out of um, Tenacious uh, D. Tenacious D. Yeah. 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 Um, with karate, I'll kick your ass from here <laughs> to Tiananmen Square. Oh yeah, motherfucker! I'm gonna kick your fucking derriere. Yeah. <laughs> Love that album, man. Love that album. <laughs> the whole album's brilliant. Um, probably keep doing that throughout. Um, <laughs> uh, talking about rock and roll, I was um, I seen a, a Black Sabbath um, mural thing, okay. and I, I didn't know this, but I looked up. Uh, apparently, Ozzy Osbourne was kicked out of Black Sabbath in 1979 for alcohol and drug problems, which, considering they were meant to be sort of the archetypal rock and roll, is it, it sounds a bit weird, doesn't it? <laughs> it sounds a bit weak, doesn't it? <laughs> Sorry, Ozzy, oh. we're kicking you out. You've got six points tonight. <laughs> <laughs> and two broofing. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure it's much worse than that, listen. Uh, I know she uh, Don't do drugs. Drugs aren't cool. Uh, or bats. Don't do bats. <laughs> um, he's certain his band are going to make it big soon. Uh, Ned's got this job as a substitute teacher. What did Dewey keep calling him? A sub. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, you, oh, I temp. I temp. <laughs> he's like, I'm not a temp. I'm a substitute teacher. Uh, Ned suggests that he sell one of his guitars would you tell Picasso to sell one of his guitars? <laughs> it's like, and I think Sarah Silver's character is like, yeah, he's, he's, an, he's an idiot. <laughs> he's an absolute But well, ironically, um, Picasso did paint a lot of guitarists. Oh, right. Okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah well done, that man. <laughs> Picasso sell one of his guitars. That was great. It's such a funny line, though. <laughs> she explains that, that 
Ned's job is the most important job there is. Right. So I thought I'm going to do a bit of Googling here. I'm going to find out. And everywhere I looked, it was like the most important job is being a teacher. The most important job is being a teacher. I look, no disrespect. I wouldn't I wouldn't want to work with half the little scroats that uh, get school these days. <laughs> yeah. Little vaping bastards. Um, but the most important job there is, according to PerthNow.com.au, that's the Aussie one, John. Not the posh Scottish farmer oh, assholes. Right. <laughs> yeah. um, the top five most important jobs there are the police force, nurses, teachers, firefighters, and paramedics. Oh, the janitors not there? No, and apparently oh. open reach engineers and environment officers can all get to fuck. Oh, it's important to us, mate. It's no, important exactly. to us. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Who's going to be fucking screaming when they can't get on Netflix? <laughs> exactly. Hey, and when exactly. they're up to the tits in fly tipping. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Sarah Silverman uh, won three primetime Emmys in 2018 and has a star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame. Oh, not bad for a screeching banshee of a woman yeah, in this yeah. film. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Uh, Mike White, uh, he wrote this. That Orange County film, which I remember being really disappointed in. Was that the one with Bendit Cumberbatch? Colin Hanks. It? No, Colin Hanks is in it. Are you thinking Osage, that county? The, uh, um, I'm the Oscar-winning bait movie of the year. <laughs> I got Kathy Bates. No, that's Osage County. Something uh, bollocks. Right. No, this is uh, Orange County. It's Jack Black playing this character, but on drugs. Um, Colin Hanks is his brother? Question right. Mark. Uh, Ivan Reitman's the the dean at a university, and they break into his house, change some grades or something. I don't. I can't really remember. I, it can't be that bad, but I remember being really disappointed in it um, when it came out. Um. The thing that everybody seems to love at the minute that wins all the Emmys uh, is this White Lotus Hotel thing. Yeah, apparently he's... He wrote that. He wrote well, it, yeah. Um, he's in it as well, isn't he? Is he in yeah. it? Yeah, I would assume so. He's, he's like, uh, very much like QT. He, he manages to crowbar yeah, himself into it despite <laughs> the fact that he can't act. Yeah. <laughs> he's probably got an Aussie accent on it. He's throwing dynamite around. Um, I, again, I think that's probably worth a watch if you're not you and me. Dewey goes to his band for practice and they tell him he's been replaced. Uh, he's been replaced with this guy. This guy, what's he wearing, by the way? He's got like a, a is it this scene or is it the next scene? He's got like oh, just something the... over his shoulders. Ah, it's the next scene, but I know what you mean. I know. <laughs> Even I was like, that. what is going on here? Is that Eurovision? <laughs> he says he's going to start his own band uh, and start a musical revolution. And then he does this high kick <laughs> to hit that hi-hat symbol. And I was like, yes. That, <laughs> That's the Jack Black that, that we're in for. Oh, yeah, definitely. <laughs> and, and try to catch it as well. It falls over and he just tries to catch it. Yeah, and he and then watch it. <laughs> I liked it a lot. Uh, the next scene, he's selling his guitar over the phone. It's a 1968 Gibson SG. Uh, there's one for sale at the moment for £5,555 yep. on eBay. That, that's, that's the one I've seen, yeah. So I looked up the net worth of them both. They're, well, they're saying that they're worth between 15 and 30 thousand dollars but yeah i looked at that one and it was five thousand five hundred pound and this is what makes me the arsehole of indie film podcasting he says jimmy hendrix played that one uh, jimmy famously played a 1967 gibson sg custom got fired from that <laughs> one correct there you go there you go there's the line Good work, John Boyd. Um, I, of course, asked Pal of the Pod Gadget if he'd ever played one because he's in a custom museum. and a, I, God, what is wrong with my words? Because he is a proper musician and a guitar cunt. And he said the SG was originally called a Les Paul, as Led himself, Les himself, offered it as a redesign of his signature classic. The branding became confusing, so it became the SG soon after that. Right. Uh, SGs are made from a mahogany body and a mahogany set neck. Unlike a Les Paul, they don't have a maple top. I should be doing this in the accent, which makes them later. However, the necks are the same spec and wheat of a Les Paul. He doesn't sell that because he's, he, he, he's actually <laughs> he's part, a, he's a posh Geordie. <laughs> yeah. When the boat comes in. <laughs> I got a fishy with a dishy when the boat comes in. <laughs> Red snapper. Oh, too funny. I know you're drunk. I know you're drunk. <laughs> I, I am. I'm still drunk from last night. Uh, um... The next of the same spec and weight of a Les Pulse. I'm sorry, I'm sorry, Gadget, but you know what you get yourself in for, mate. Uh, which means they don't balance properly. And we're known for the SG drive, uh, where the heavy neck tilts down when the player takes the hand off the neck. 
much like our last. Uh, he didn't say that bit, by the way. I didn't say that, and I didn't say that about Pip. I was saying it about Alas. <laughs> Thank you, Gadget, for allowing us just to be awful. <laughs> yeah. But if we get to a hundred, it's on Gadget, and he'll probably then be able to lord that over Stig for a little bit. So. Exactly. We don't need that reason to be awful, though. No. <laughs> <laughs> I've been doing it for forty-three years, so I might as well continue. He gets a phone call from Principal Mullins. A forest green prep uh, looking for mm-hmm. Ned, looking to replace a teacher who broke her leg in the way in. The fuck did she do? How did, well, she was on her way into school. What was she doing? Skiing. I know. <laughs> uh, we, it, he pretends to be Ned when he finds out it's $650 a week. We see him pulling up to posh school in his rock van. I love his rock van. Oh, that is as a, 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 a Ram Dodge. It is. 1986. 1986, yeah. yeah. Uh, you'll also see it in. That Affleck Daredevil film possibly needs a reappraisal? Question mark. And according to the film database, although I don't remember one, there's one in Over the Top. With Sylvester Stallone? Yeah, apparently. Oh, Great nice. Film. He's dressed in this bow tie and jacket kind of outfit. He, he, he's almost <laughs> as posh as he can be. But that, that bow tie doesn't go with that shirt at all. Uh, do you notice his personas all? When he's, when he's himself, he's got his hair to the left, but when he's... Uh, I didn't! Yeah, so his hair moves oh, to depend wow. on the character's playing. It's okay. quite cool. That is oh, good work. Uh, Horace Green, uh, the prep school, is an actual school called Main Hill and is it Wagner College or Wagner College in Staten Island? Oh right, okay. Robert Wagner College. Wagner. It famously, famously Up pushed, famously <laughs> pushed its, uh, famously pushed its wife college off a boat and never got, <laughs> never got in any trouble for it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, who's that for? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, He meets the kids and Mullins asks him to write his name on the board. (laughs) He can't spell schneebly. He he does three E's at one point. (laughs) He's like, just call me Mr. S. But before that, he says about um, punishing kids, didn't he? Just gave him a smack (laughs) inside the head. It's like, don't do corporal punishment. So I remember, well, I don't remember it because apparently it was... Um, stopped or rehabilitated in 1986, but mm-hmm. I do remember my, my parents talking about it. But this is an interesting fact here. So I was prohibited um, covering schools in England and Wales in 1998, mm-hmm. and Scotland was 2000. So right up until 2000, people were still getting their hands smacked. That's, That's right, so weird. yeah. Uh, isn't it just? Uh, the term derives, corporal punishment term derives from the Latin word of the body, corpus. Uh, Poland was the first nation to outlaw corporal punishment in schools in 1783. What? Progressive Poles, man. Uh, Uh, School corporal punishment's no longer legal in any European country, um, but it isn't illegal to batter your kids in the Czech Republic or England and Wales, but it is, of course, John, in the People's Republic of Scotland. (laughs) Thank you, brother First Minister Humza Youssef. Uh, (laughs) We didn't do it, but... uh, You're taking credit, though. We 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 do love, uh, we do love, Humza Yusuf already. <laughs> I, he's cracking. Uh, <laughs> he's also given out a lot of. I think he's going to be giving out a lot of arts grants. So get all over that, John. Oh God, yeah. <laughs> see I if you can, see if you can get us twenty quid. I want you buy a bank. See, will we chip in? <laughs> we're, almost, we're almost sold out. So see if you can get some more hats. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. yeah. He leaves and he asks who has food. Uh, Tamika, uh, this lass, has half a turkey sub in her desk. She's got a bite out of it. He doesn't give a shit. You know, right in <laughs> here. Here's the deal. I have a hangover. Who knows what that means? It means you're drunk. <laughs> Wrong! I was drunk yesterday. And it means you can chill today. <laughs> uh, summer is the class factotum. Yeah, I don't even know it was a thing. Yeah, uh, factotum, according to the Oxford Dictionary, is defined as an employee who does all kinds of work. Yep, many diverse activities and responsibilities. So, as he says, uh, recess, didn't he? Yeah. I'm take recess for the rest of the day. Uh, but I was looking at this because obviously it's, it's our playtime, we call it playtime, but yeah. according to the SHPPS data from 2014, only 82.8% of elementary schools provide daily recess. What? Uh, so some of those schools don't even let them go out and play. What? That's brutal. No, no. Can we? No, no. Can we just? Can we just? I mean, I know America's burning, but can we just burn it to the ground, <laughs> please? That would be super. 
Summer explains that they usually get vocabulary and a pop quiz because their regular teacher's Dennis Hopper in speed. Oh. <laughs> pop quiz, hot shot. Pop quiz, Summer. <laughs> what do you do? What do you do? Um, he rips down this chart with stars and demerits. As long as I'm here, there'll be no grades. And then sends them out for recess. Mullins is talking to this little girl, Emily. <laughs> this. Oh, now, we, we love Joan Cusack. We've always loved Joan Cusack. Yep. She... She is perfect in this. Like, she's playing... I mean, she's obviously two separate characters, and we learn later on why she why she is as she is. But she's like, and you can't behave like that, Emily. And Emily's like, uh-huh, uh, and then she says something else that makes her cry. And she's like, would you like a hug? <laughs> <laughs> and she goes towards the little girl, flinches and jumps back. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Oh, it's so funny. funny. She's great, man. Oh, that, I mean, that little, that little kid's a good actor, but of course... Aye. John Cusack is amazing. Uh, previous episode, um, uh, Gross Point Blank. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And uh, future episode coming up in the shape of uh, finally getting round to doing um, High Fidelity, by the way. Looking oh, God, yeah. Yeah, we've been talking about that for a while, haven't we? Super, yeah. Let's, fuck it, let's just do all the Cusack and Black films. <laughs> uh, he's watching the clock until it hits three. When it does, Dewey runs out of school straight to his van. Like... <laughs> Like past the, the, the principal. Everybody. <laughs> it's fantastic. Um, he's putting up signs for new band members that night, and these guys totally take the piss. He hears them, and it blatantly affects him. It's mm-hmm. obviously, you know, sad. Uh, back in the apartment, he tells Ned he can, okay, you can join the band. Uh, they were in a band called Maggot's Death. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the third person in the picture is the director, apparently. Oh, right. Oh, good stuff. Yeah, yeah. Great stuff. Richard Linklater. You know Richard Linklater, of course, from that utterly navel-gazing piece of shit boyhood. Have you seen that, John? No. <laughs> oh, filmed over nine million years. Uh, oh, growing God. up, kid growing up. Uh, what? I mean, great idea. I really wanted to like it, but load of shit. Um, nah. He's doing another one of those, by the way. Uh, a musical that will film for twenty years called "Merrily We Roll Along." Um, and as against the idea as I might be, I hope he finishes it. But he'll be in his eighties by the time he's like sixty-two now. So he'll be in his eighties by the time that's done. Jesus. Um, but gotta say, loved Dazed and Confused, which yeah. he did. Yeah, um, I haven't seen it in over twenty years, so maybe question mark. Hmm. All right, all right, all right. Uh, Ned suggests he gave up his dreams um, of the band, and he's glad he did, because he's happy. Uh, Next day at school, the kids want to learn, but he says the world is run by the man. Yes. Who is the man? Miss Mullins is the man. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, The man is the one who's burning down the Amazon and puts Shamu in a chlorine (laughs) tank. (laughs) So much to unpack here, by the way. I know. (laughs) Uh, the Man, 2005 film starring Samuel Jackson and Eugene Levy. Do you remember when we were still doing Awkward White Man and Brother films? Yes. Do you remember that? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. There's, there's a lot of them in there. They all seem to have Eugene Levy in. This <laughs> this, and Bringing Down the House. Oh, God, eh? Yeah. Oh, God. yeah. Um, I've never seen this, but apparently it's got Miguel Ferrer in it as well. Oh, really? Yeah, I love that guy. Um, and Luke Goss. No way. Apparently. Next. Uh, it cost £20 million <laughs> to make and made 10.3 domestic. Oh. Um, the ozone layer uh, absorbs the Earth's ultraviolet rays. The ozone layer was discovered in 1913 by French physicist Charles Fabre and Henri Boisson. Uh, I love his cheese. The ozone layer <laughs> absorbs 97 to 99% of the sun's medium frequency ultraviolet light. And in 1976, atmospheric research revealed the ozone layer was being depleted by chemicals released by industry, mainly chlorofluorocarbons. I've been practicing that one. CFCs. CFCs that's right. Yeah. yeah remember um, that? Which led to a massive ban on uh, deodorant, which uh, I was, yep. meant I stank for the <laughs> next 30 years. How can you stay on my hair? You still can't, can. arguably. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> neither can I, but that's because I've got you. Uh, the United Nations General Assembly has de- designated September the 16th as International Day for the Preservation of the Ozone Layer. Venus ha- has a thin ozone layer at an altitude of 100 kilometres above the planet's surface. There you go. There you go. Ozone Layer. There you are. That's re- reference for nobody. 
Oh, go on then. One more. Shamu was the fourth orc captured and added to SeaWorld in 1965 and died in captivity in 1971 because wild animals shouldn't be kept in a fucking prison. True there. Shamu was retired from performing after an incident April 19th, 1971, in which she bit the legs and hips of Annette Heckis, a SeaWorld employee who was told to ride her as part of a publicly filmed event and refused to release the woman until other workers came to the rescue and pried the whale's jaws apart with a pole. Oh, God. Now, why do you think Shamu might have died later in 1971? Probably because Mm. they fucking mutilated her. Oh, fucking SeaWorld, man. Again, I know I've mentioned it a few times, but that documentary listeners, Blackfish, uh, sit yourself down, make sure you're in a good place. Sit yourself down and watch the most fucking beautiful animals in the world being... um, Fucking uh, like abused. heartbreaking, yeah, yeah. Heartbreaking stuff. <sighs> um, <laughs> the man ruined rock and roll with a little thing called MTV. <laughs> uh, arguably, he has, especially because MTV only seems to show like sixteen and pregnant now and stuff like that. <laughs> I know they really um, did, didn't they? MTV launched first of August, nineteen eighty-one. The first words spoken by Warner executive John. Black were, ladies and gentlemen, rock and roll. Aye, all right, granddad. (laughs) Okay, now. (laughs) Um, And the first video ever played was the Buggles video killed the radio star. Yeah, I remember that. Covered in more depth in the uh, wedding singer episode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. God, that's right. I think we pulled that out at the end, didn't we? We did indeed, yeah. Uh, Miss Mullins comes in to get the kids some music class. Dewey's having a piss in these little tiny kind of like on the ground urinals. And did, you, <laughs> did you spot that some of them have got steps? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, remember those wee tiny toilets in primary school? Jesus. Yeah. Um, Dewey heads to listen and they're playing classic music. He's at the door and all you can see is like the top of his head and this eyebrow thing he's doing, by Aye. the way. Like, Great girl, so, isn't it? Like, he's so Ooh. good. Yeah. Aye. Like wiggly worms. <laughs> That's like a Jim Carrey thing, there, isn't it? Very much so. Um, he gets instruments out of his van ready for the kids coming back uh, and now this is going to be one of the first of many songs that I've written a lot about John <laughs> <laughs> strap yourself in uh, yeah there's loads and, it's, and it all seems to come at once um, Sunshine of Your Love is the song that's played in the background 1967 song by that piece of shit Eric Clapton uh, he was the lead guitarist uh, made 25th, 25 in the UK 22 in Australia and 17 where John the Netherlands? Correct! <laughs> uh, getting better. US and third in Canada. By the way, all of the music in this film was a smash hit in Canada, as we're going to discover. <laughs> was it, eh? Yeah, oh, it was, eh? I'm going to try and, uh, I'm going to try and mix it up, um, because I don't want it to all be a boot Canada and the USA. <laughs> anyway. um, they don't even say a boot. Uh, look, Americans, stop saying that they say a boot. Was <laughs> that a boot? Um, he gets Zach, who plays guitar, and hands him an electric guitar. Uh, he shows him how to play the riff from Iron Man. Uh, Iron Man by Black Sabbath. Again, more Black Sabbath, John. A mm-hmm. 1971 single from the album Paranoid. Uh, upon hearing Tommy Iommi's main guitar riff at rehearsal for the first time, this is my second favourite fact of the episode, by the way, vocalist Ozzy Osbourne remarked it sounded like, like a big iron bloke walking about. <laughs> and Iron Bloke became the placeholder title for a short while. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> I am Iron Bloke walking around the black country. Doesn't really work, does it? <laughs> nah. Um, it became silver in the UK, two hundred fifty thousand sales. Uh, Tony Stark, the t- titular Iron Man, uh, mm-hmm. wears a Black Sabbath T-shirt in that Avengers film. Ah, right. Yeah, who sure does? <clears throat> Uh, he also teaches him to play the uh, the beginning of Smoke on the Water, which is a 1973 single by Deep Purple, uh, mm. ranked 434 on the Rolling Stones list of the 500 greatest songs of all time. Might have fared a little bit better on the Deep Purple list of 500 greatest songs of all time, but I couldn't find that. <laughs> uh, Richie Blackmore wrote the riff, which we all know and love. He's possibly the coolest person ever to come out of Western Supermare. 
The only one? I, arguably, <laughs> I couldn't really find anybody else. And somebody, some listener is going to go on Wikipedia and look up famous people from Super, Western Superman and find out that, I don't know. Oh, man. Somebody Tony, amusing. Yeah, Tonty Blair, somebody. Uh, <laughs> um, the original version is played on a Fender Stratocaster, and my favourite bit of the song is the Hammond organ, because I love the sound of a Hammond you did, organ. You? <laughs> uh, no. I also love the sound of a Bon Tempe organ and the male organ. <laughs> the... <laughs> the blue vein flute. <laughs> Very good. Very good. I tried to make a fapping noise with my mouth. My mouth <laughs> Sam and that was. There you go. My mouth is very dry. <laughs> Too much male organ. In That's my what she said. Yeah. <laughs> no. Sadly, it is not. <laughs> Let, let's have a moment off those for a little bit, shall we? Uh, oh, yeah. smoke! Oh, smoke under the underwater, John. At uh, twenty-seven in stupid, sexy ultra pop Flanders. Twentieth uh, in Germany, eleven where? Netherlands. Yeah. The Netherlands. Number seven with Desertetrican prawns. <laughs> hey, ah, uh, the sweetie man, I've got the deep purple record for you. <laughs> You're so good at that. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, second in Canada because they got great taste in classic rock, eh? And gold record in Italy. There you go. Nice. Yeah, uh, I've had enough of music. We'll come back to that shortly. Um, yeah. Lawrence plays piano. Dewey gets him to play the doors. And Katie, who plays the cello, gets to play the bass. Yeah, um, slapping the beer, slapping the beer. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't happy with the names that he, he... Well, I wasn't disappointed with the names he gave him. But he gives the kid on the that plays the drums the name Spazzy McGee. Which I was like, ooh, ooh yeah. twenty so years old. I'm not all right with that. <laughs> it's called. But this kid can absolutely play the drums, although he only mm-hmm. plays percussion because he couldn't play anything else. Yeah, it was. Um, I because he made apparently Jack Black made all those names up himself. Of course he did. Course yeah, he yeah. Did. Um, like on so, the spot as well. <laughs> at one point, he says to one of the kids, "That's the cat's pajamas." He does. Yeah, it's the bee's knees. So I'm looking at this up just to see what it came for you. The Cat's Pajamas expression was coined by a cartoonist, Tad Drogan. Uh, Drogan also was credited, with the, credited with, the, with the expression, the cat's meow, but not the cat's whiskers. <laughs> so, two out of three ain't bad. <laughs> oh, Is he not the guy that Rocky fought in Russia? <laughs> Oh man, that's so good. I can't even believe it. It was one away from the, from the triple. From the, one, from the triple crown. <laughs> the triple crown of shit oh, sayings that only nanas say. <laughs> exactly. The cat's whiskers. I bet he's kicking his own one. Yeah. Oh, he was. He gets the kids to do um, Smoke on the Water and he does a solo. It's good. It's really sweet. Yep. And he explains the new project, Rock Band. Uh, apparently all the schools in the state are participating, but not till next term. So they can't tell anyone, not even their parents. And the last thing an adult should ever say is don't tell your parents. Oh, God, I Yeah, yeah. Uh, Rock Band the Game was launched by Harmonix and MTV in 2007. And in 2009, 2010, we got Rock Band Beatles and Rock Band Sellout. I mean, sorry, Rock Band Green Day. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, they kind of sell out, really, didn't they? Oh, fucking um, Green Day, man! They just got brutal, and and I, it's not because <laughs> not because I got old; it's because they got old, man. They did. They old. They, they matured too quickly. Yeah. Uh, I was looking at the first guitar solo as well. So Ernest Tubbs' nineteen forties honky donk classic, "Walk the Floor Over You," uh, it was the first hit recording to feature a highlighted solo on a standard electric guitar. Oh wow! Excellent. Good work. He finds jobs for all the other kids. He wants backup singers. Um, he gets the lassie with the braces. Braces, he calls her Amazing Grace. We've already done Amazing Grace. He gets Blondie uh, to sing Tomorrow. Or she mm-hmm. sings Tomorrow for Manny. She's very good. Yep. Uh, Annie's a 1977 musical that ran on Broadway for seven years. It's based on a comic strip from the 1920s called Little Orphan Annie. There's been two films, 1982 and 2014, and I have seen neither. Nor no. will I ever. No, I've seen the first one, but I didn't see the remake. The lassie that plays Martha, this little blondie girl, she's so cute with her little little braids and that. Uh, she's yep. Caitlin Hale. Uh, she was in an episode of Blue's Clues before this. Ah, right. Yeah. She's like the she's like the, the, the female version of that uh, Kid Free Mad magazine, isn't she? But <laughs> she look. is, yeah. She <laughs> looks a little bit like the, the female version of that little kid from... Malcolm uh, in the Middle? 
Well, well, yeah, yeah, that's even better. That's even better than <laughs> I was going to say. I was going to say the kid out of uh, Show Me the Money. You know the oh, little kids? Yeah, right. he, he was in lots of things at the time. He was Lipnicky, in... wasn't it? Lip yeah, Nicky? Jonathan right. Lipnicky? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, yeah, that kid. That You're absolutely right. Um, just to make you feel old, listeners, all these kids are in their mid-30s now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, like they're all in the early to mid-30s. It is fucking sickening that this woman is 32. <laughs> Summer says she can sing as well. She sings "Memory" from Cats, and she's oh God. A- a- absolutely shockingly bad. Uh, Aye, yeah. but apparently she had a forty-five minute singing lesson to try and do that because apparently she's a really good singer and really. Oh right, okay. Yeah, she yeah, yeah. sings in part of the soundtrack, but I it was, it was pretty bad. <laughs> uh, she's Miranda Cosgrove. She was in iCarly, whatever yeah. that was, um, and she's one of the three little the voices of the three little girls in those Minions movies. Oh really? Yeah, she's one. Oh, of them. so she is. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the kids used to watch them all the time. And I, Carly. I. What's that about? I don't know, but one of the stars for it is um, they've came out and pretty much said that her mother was uh, mentally and physically abusing them. All oh, right. Okay. Yeah, wow. pretty to her dying day actually. So it's quite horrific. Just to bring the mood up. Yeah, just to bring the mood up. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, at lunch, Lawrence approaches Dewey and says, I can't do it being the band. I'm not cool enough. Uh, no one ever speaks to me. And Dewey explains he'll be popular because he's in the band. Uh, it's not about who you are as a person. It's the fact that you're in the band and that's what makes you cool. <laughs> okay, thanks. Thanks, Ned. If that is your real name. Um, they do this overly complicated handshake which I liked. Slap it, shoot it, kaboot it, which is good. Oh, we'll work on that. It is very complicated. <laughs> <laughs> we get a montage of uh, to uh, Back in Black by ACDC, yep. um, which for some reason I've done Highway to Hell, but not Back in Black. <laughs> <laughs> ACDC, <laughs> Highway, Highway to Hell was there somewhere. Uh, Highway to Hell uh, was was part of it uh, from the album of the same name, 1979. The single spent 45 weeks on the chart in Germany, getting no higher than 19th. What? <laughs> uh, but in 1979, it hit 24 in Spain, 23 in France, and obviously did quite well amongst the usual suspects. But, and get a load of this, John, in 1992, it made 37 in the Toblerone-sponsored Swiss charts. <laughs> No, way. no, not really. It's actually named after cuckoo clocks or something. I don't know. <laughs> uh, and in 2013, it made number four in the UK and 36 in Scotland. What? Uh, the M62 is 107 miles long and was opened in 1960 and completed in 1976. Oh, hang on, no, that's the highway to Hull. <laughs> I was waiting for it. I was waiting for it. <laughs> Uh, Touch Me By The Doors, first of all, is a song you shouldn't be teaching kids to play. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, num- uh, 1968 single was number three in the US and number one in Canada. Again, don't teach your kids to yes. play Touch Me. Please don't. Also, better version of that song in the Rocky Horror Picture Show. <laughs> but also, don't teach your kids to play that song either. Ooh. I know. God. <laughs> uh, he gives kids... Jobs. One of them is soundproofing. Uh, Fancy Pants. Right, this kid, Fancy Pants, and I've got his name later on. Was he called Jack or something? What was this kid called? But he calls him Fancy Pants. He's like, I want to do costumes. And he's so cute. I absolutely Mm -hmm. just wanted to squeeze this kid. Um, uh, He says, yeah, sure, you can do costumes. Um, and it, like you see him at every scene walking around with like a tape measure, yeah, tape measure and a clipboard. <laughs> yeah. uh, we've got roadies and groupies, which includes Summer. Uh, Dewey's yeah. going to be the lead singer and lead guitar. He makes them pledge allegiance to the band. To the band. That was great, cool. Which I liked <laughs> a lot. The Pledge of Allegiance, John. There have been five versions of it. The first in 1892 and the current since 1954 added the words under God. And the Pledge of Allegiance is, I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America and to the republic for which it stands, one nation under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. Now, I don't believe in any of those things, so I could say what I want in a court in America. <laughs> Probably fucking would. Uh, <laughs> all states except Nebraska, Hawaii, Vermont, and Wyoming require regularly scheduled 
recitation of the pledge in public schools because it couldn't be any more of a mental country, could it? It couldn't be any more mental. Yeah, yeah. What a bunch of fucking turfs. Anyway. <laughs> Christ, uh, he says, says, says the man that was reading about Keir Starmer's view on it. Fucking hell. We are stuck with the Tories for the rest of our lives. <sighs> it's sobering thought, isn't it? Brilliant. Isn't it fucking, <laughs> I'd vote for a fucking drag queen as, you know, as, as, as leader of the Labour Party. That, that night guy that was up against there, what's her name? Old... Uh, Ricky legs, <laughs> standing there in his oh, black garb. Yeah, Lord Buckethead's been standing for like thirty years. I think it's. A, I think the last general election it was a new Lord Buckethead. I think he'd passed on the mantle. Oh man, yeah, passed on the mantle. Yeah, exactly. To his Peel, son, Peelface. <laughs> you can't say that. <laughs> but very good. No, I knew where I you were going with pill, it. I <laughs> Oh, you were pale to me. (laughs) Next morning, Summer's unhappy. She looked up groupie on the internet. I mean, hope mum and dad don't look at her computer. Uh, Don't look at her iCarly pad. Um, She she threatens to tell her mum, but Dewey gives her the job as manager. He's asking the kids who they aspire to be. Christina Aguilera, Puff Daddy, Liza. (laughs) But I've got to say, it's a bit of a 2D character, that. But, you know, Mike, Mike can't... Obviously, Mike can't write... Um, women characters. or effeminate characters. Yeah. You know? He can only write men, rock man, ego rock. Um, he's furious <laughs> with this. He sets rock history and rock appreciation and theory as a lesson every morning. Uh, Zach asks what they're going to play. Dewey describes the scene and sings this song, The Legend of. Because he, he's like, oh, I've got a song. And he makes it up as he's going, The Legend of the Rent was way past due. <laughs> <laughs> Which is like his version of the film so far. <laughs> <laughs> I loved it, by the way, because it's a real tenacious D. Oh, it really was. Yeah. Uh, I'll have a, uh, a junior chi because I'm watching my figure. Uh, <laughs> I think that every time. Um, at lunch, he's talking to Mullins about organising a field trip for the kids. Uh, all the while, they're bothering him about band names. Uh, they're like, <laughs> oh, we want to be the koalas or the such and such. And they're up to, one of them says, like, oh, um, Pig, pig foreskin or something. Oh, pig, <laughs> pig uterus or something. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No. Oh, pig rectum. That's it. Pig, pig rectum. rectum. <laughs> I barely knew him. And Billy about costumes. He sits with the other teachers. He says he doesn't believe in testing. He says, I believe the children are our future. Teach them well and let them lead the way. <laughs> Isn't that a song? Mm. <laughs> no, I've never heard it. <laughs> The Greatest Love of All, of course, by Whitney Houston. Uh, it's originally a single for George Benson from 1977. But, of course, the Whitney Houston one was the the, the, the big hit. It was number one in Straya, uh, Canada again. Fucking hell, Canada. Uh, Ireland and the US, uh, but only made 24. Where, John? What? The Netherlands? Yeah, of course. It's disappointing. Oh, it no, dis- really is. I yeah. disappoint in our Dutch friends. But at the time, they were probably listening to fucking Scatman's World or something. <laughs> uh, he gives the kids CDs. Uh, he gives them uh, Yes, Blondie, Rush, and Jimi Hendrix. Uh, but Zach isn't into it as he leaves at the end of the day. Tamika also explains she doesn't want to be a roadie. She wants mm-hmm. to sing. Uh, she belts out uh, Chain of Fools by Aretha, which is absolutely amazing. Oh, it's he, good. He gives a dark side of the moon to listen to. By the way, there's a little bit later on, he's like, have you ever heard of Aretha Franklin? I'm like, yeah, she sang I... like, an Aretha Franklin song for you, dickhead. <laughs> <laughs> um, that Rush album, by the way, uh, Rush uh, 2112, 20, the fourth studio album by Canadian rock band Rush. Here they are, the Canadians. Uh, released on the 1st of April 1976 by Anthem Records, double platinum in Canada and triple platinum in USA. Oof. Now, I only know Rush John probably from a Family Guy sketch with Chester Cheeto. <laughs> uh, <laughs> he's like, Neil, he's, he's snorting like like uh, Cheetos and listening to Rush. I was, I, I was, I love you, man. We. 
Paul oh Rudd. yeah, they I haven't thought about that film in ages. Is that <laughs> worth doing? Is that worth us doing? Uh, it could be actually, because yeah, there's a lot of awkwardness in it, and there's a lot of music in it as well. So it could be could be worth a punt. Okay, it's the big it's the big lad out of uh, the Muppets, uh, movie, isn't it? I how and um, mother and all that. Yeah, yeah, that guy. Okay, yeah. okay. The guy who forgot Sarah Marshall. Oh, yeah. Yeah, okay, <laughs> cool. Um, Dark Side of the Moon, according to the Billboard, American Billboard, the album remained on its charts for 972 weeks, which is roughly 18 years. Jesus. <laughs> uh, the album peaked at, at one, for one week at number one, uh, March the 17th, 1973. God. There you go. That's almost as long as Mr. Brightside by... Oh, Jesus, do not. <laughs> um, next morning, Zach's being given shit off his dad. Uh, he, he says, no more rock music. The guy's basically a prick and a bully, yeah. which we're going to come to shortly. Um, Dewey explains that they have to feel the rock and roll and give it to the man. Uh, and he's the man, so he wants him to insult him. Lawrence, Lawrence says, you're a fat loser and you have body odour. <laughs> <laughs> And then they stop, and Billy's like, "You're tacky, and I hate you." <laughs> that is lovely. <laughs> such a, he's like, "We'll have words afterwards." Um, yeah. He asks Zach what he would say to a bully. Step off, and he's doing this. Step off, step off, step mm-hmm. off. It's good, and the kids all laugh and love it. It's fantastic. Um, he's going down really well with the teachers at the next dinner time as well. Uh, those that can't do teach, and those that can't teach. Do PE, physical education, <laughs> yeah, isn't it? That's, that's, really, funny. that's really good. <laughs> I like that a lot. Um, Zach comes over and tells him class was cool in front of all the other teachers who were properly impressed. Um, we get a montage of him teaching the band. Um, I think I, I think this might have been the back in black bit that I'd missed. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. on. Highway to hell, sorry. Uh, Mullins tells all the teachers that it's teacher's night and I'm feeling right. Oh, it's teacher's night. Oh, what a, oh, oh, what a night. night. Uh, <laughs> and they all need to have a presentation. The teachers say Mullins got drunk once and did Stevie Nicks on the table at an alumni dinner. Oh. And he's like, oh, this is interesting. I could, yeah. I could use this because she's a woman and I'm a man and men use women in this world. Wah, 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 wah. <laughs> man use woman. Make rock music. <sighs> Later that day, Dewey gets the kids in the van to take the tryouts of the Battle of the Bands, which is randomly during the day. The day? Uh, that's exactly what I wrote on my I wrote that on my paper. I'm like, why is it during like school hours? It's so weird. Um, the remaining kids are working on with this video of Dewey. <laughs> this video on this computer screen, and they're pretending to be learning. It's quite a good idea. Yeah. If only he worked at hard at something else. That wasn't being a conniving bastard. Yeah, it did well with Free 70. At the venue, Tamika says that she can't sing. She'd worried people are going to laugh at her because she's fat. Arika Franklin was fat and she's amazing. He explains he's chubby and sexy, which is a feeling I know very well. Uh, <laughs> he tells her to go out there and show them what she's got. Show them what you've got. Um, Freddie's missing. He's with this this other band in their van playing cards, <laughs> like it, and their van's very much like that. You know, you know, in in the Simpsons where Homer's young, and yeah, he's, and he's uh, got his cool van. He, and he wants to he wants to join those guys in the band, and you just see from the strobe light him getting closer and closer to Frankenstein. <laughs> yeah. And then the next thing he's like back again. <laughs> it made me think of that. Do you explain they're not a real band? They're posers, and this is where he starts to really show some love for the kids, as opposed to. What the, what the kids can do for do him. For them. Yeah. yeah, exactly. At the auditorium, they've got enough bands and they've lost their chance. Jerry's furious, starts kicking chairs about and all that kind of stuff, uh, and the booker threatens to call the cops. Uh, I've with that character. As soon as I seen her, I just kept thinking Pulp Fiction. Of course you did, yeah. Oh, just, yeah. Say so... what again. Say, say, say you're full again. again. I dare you. Say I what? fucking double dare you. <laughs> what? <laughs> oh, too funny. <laughs> Outside, Summer explains she's got an idea. She's the manager. As the promoter's leaving, Dewey explains he's sorry. The kids are from the hospital. He promised that if they practiced, they'd get into Battle of the Bands and that they're terminal. Uh, their, their, their terminal was stick it to stick the it man. Stick it to the man. Which is pretty good. i that. Uh, we look over and the kids are kind of sitting in line looking sad. Uh, then he tells them they're in and they start jumping about and celebrating. He's like, stop celebrating, you're sick, remember? <laughs> <laughs> which is quite good. Um, 
back at school, Dewey's playing and vocalizing, which made me made me think even more about uh, about about Tenacious D. Like, and I yeah. am going to go away and I'm going to listen to that Tenacious D album today. It's uh, so much fun. Uh, the girls decide the band should be called School of Rock, and he loves it. Bah, 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 obviously. Yeah. Um, he, he, he wins the movie. Yeah, he's won the yeah. movie. Uh, Mullins arrives and explains another teacher heard music. He said his methods to teach boring subjects with music. He says, oh, I look forward to sitting in with you this afternoon. Okay. It's the afternoon. <laughs> the one thing is that you learn throughout this is he has no idea about how time works. Uh, really he's, like, he's like a fucking dog. He's got no concept <laughs> of a clock. Um, uh, he does this maths bit. Get off your ath. Let's do some math. You know, <laughs> it would be better if you get off your athies. Let's do some mathies. Um, uh, he says nine is a magic number, but it isn't, of course. That's three. three. Everybody knows that. Three Everybody is a magic number. That, and I imagine yeah. that as a, as a fact. Because uh, <laughs> why not? Um, uh, magic number in chemistry, John, is the number of atoms or molecules forming an exceptionally stable cluster. A magic number in physics the number of nucle- nucleons, nucleons that result in completely filled nuclear shells and magic number in programming, either a unique identifier or a literal with unexplained meaning. There you go. I don't know what any of those things are because I am thick. Uh, <laughs> uh, but I do know one is the loneliest number. Yeah. Uh, after school, Mullins tells Dewey she's not impressed by his experimental education and he invites her for coffee. The next thing he's bringing beers over it's at the bar. paints as well, yeah. yeah. Oh, I loved them. Do you, are you sure you don't have any coffee? Yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> <laughs> he puts Stevie Nicks on the jukebox, um, age of 18. It's fantastic. Uh, and the jukebox, by the way, was amazing. I spotted Garbage, Beck, The Clash. Right. Yeah, really good. Um, and they're singing. I love the way she's drinking this pint. Like, she's never drunk Aye. a pint in her life. It's fantastic. But then gums some you're like, oh, she's into it, yeah. it. <laughs> yeah, she is. And she's she's hammered. She's just hammered. He tells Mullins um, that he wants to take the kids to a classical concert. Beethoven, Mozart, Enya. <laughs> <laughs> no, I know that as well. That oh. <laughs> oh, my mum's sister went to school with Enya. I hate your mum, and I hate you. See you later. Indeed, yeah. Uh, she agrees to let them go. She gets drunk and says that she used to be fun, but she can't be fun in this job. She's got to be perfect at all times. The pressure has made her what she is. And he tells her he thinks she's cool. Uh, I did expect them kissing her. I seem to remember them getting off, but obviously they don't. No, um, no. But the, the film's better for it. Uh, next day, Billy has the outfit sorted. They look like fucking Slade. Oh, Jesus, they really <laughs> did, didn't they? Jesus. <laughs> like Brotherhood of Man. <laughs> uh, Zach's playing his own song and Dewey loves it, so they practice it. He gives him a pep talk because tomorrow's the gig. And again, we're seeing the best of him. Uh, that night at the teacher conference, uh, Ned gets a check from the school. Dewey has to come clean to him before heading out. He begs him to give him one more day, not call the school, and then he'll admit it. Yeah. Um, Sarah Silverman's character comes in at this point and she's like, what is it? What's going on? And he can't, like, he's just, he's, a, he's shit. He's shit. Uh, um, oh no but no hang on he's not shit she's overbearing that's the thing mm-hmm. isn't it she's overbearing and awful because she's a woman um his presentation of course is terrible the parents aren't happy that the kids are obsessed with music uh the kids give up the game and dewey explains that the kids are amazing he's proud to have known them and then these cops come in to say he's not ned schneebly yeah um he admits to everyone he's dewey and not a teacher but i have been touched by your kids and I'm and pretty sure I've touched, touched them. them. <laughs> yeah, it's probably not the best thing to say. <laughs> and then, so the teachers just keep screaming. The parents are yelling, like screaming. Oh, yeah. Uh, he makes a run for it. I did like. Were you two guitars? Yeah. yeah we two guitars. I never understood this. Like, he just runs hmm. and, and almost like. And then the next thing, he's at home eating breakfast. <laughs> like, he's at home eating cereal. Like, nice. do you just run away from the cops? And if the cops. Is it like his, his stars have vanished? on uh, Grand Theft Auto. <laughs> <laughs> uh, back at the apartment, Dewey explains to Ned it wasn't easy for him to quit like it was for Ned. Ned said it wasn't easy for him too, uh, but it's time Dewey moved out. Uh, next day at school, the kids are discussing the last three weeks. Tamika suggests that they get out there to the show. The parents yep. are kicking off at Mullins. Meanwhile, the kids are on the school bus heading to Dewey's house. He, of course, is asleep on the floor in his pants. 
Uh, Lawrence comes in and wakes him up. What are you doing? We're sticking it to the man. <laughs> yes. Um, they leave passing Ned and Patty on the bus. Um, and uh, he apologizes to the kids. Uh, back in the apartment, Patty's yelling at Ned, uh, giving him hell for wanting to go to the gig and not stick up for himself. He slams the door. He slams on the door. Yeah. Because women be yelling. Yeah. Um, at the show, Dewey explains they should play Zach's song because it's better and he's mm. the best teacher. Um, they pray to the god of rock to help them melt some faces. <laughs> I kind of liked. <laughs> Billy gives Dewey his outfit. They're going on after Dewey's old band. The parents and Mullins show up. The doorman isn't letting them in, so they have to buy tickets. And they squeeze to the front, which I was really disappointed they weren't in a circle pit, by the way. Pushing each other a bit. Posh assholes get kicked. <laughs> um, his outfit's basically fatty from the Bash Street kids. Yep. Isn't it? Yeah, yeah. That really it's obviously is. meant to be Angus Young from ACDC. ACDC, yep. Um, they are, of course, amazing. The parents of the crowd love it, and Dewey gets his crowd surfing moment. So there's a bit kind of he, he, he gets the kids to do something, and he gets to do what he's always wanted to do. Uh, sadly, they don't win because I just assume the other band are a bit more marketable. Mm, yeah, yeah. Um, uh, the crowd, of course, are furious, and so's Dewey. Um, the kids say rock isn't about getting an A. It's about sticking it to the man, and the crowd yep. call for an encore, and they play a long way at the top by ACDC. Um, and that's kind of the end of that bit. The last we see of the characters, Ned and Dewey have their own school of rock where they're teaching mm-hmm. kids in their apartment. Uh, Ned's teaching little kids guitar. It's really rock sweet. He's, get, he's getting into, <laughs> and that's a C. Can you play a C? Yeah, that'll do. <laughs> um, and that's the end of the film. And we get the, the, the long way to the top playing it through kind of yeah, um, with the title, with the credits, credits. Is, is sweet. It's really good. Um at one one point, John, uh, I spotted because I don't usually watch. I mean, I watch the the credits, but I never really watch. I'm usually doing notes and things while mm-hmm. I'm doing it. Um, but the one thing, because I was watching the screen at this point, I also spotted the old classic "Person and Events Are Fictitious" warning, which I've always wondered about. And for mm-hmm. the first time, a hundred odd episodes into the podcast, I've looked it up. The disclaimer came as a result of litigation against 1932 MGM film Rasputin and the Empress. He was Russia's greatest love machine. Uh, <laughs> which insinuated that the character Princess Natasha had been raped by Russian mystic Rasputin. The character of Natasha was supposedly intended to represent Princess Irina Alexandrovna of Russia, who sued MGM for libel. After seeing the film twice, the jury agreed the princess had been defamed. Irina and her husband, Felix Yusupov, were reportedly awarded 127000 which is roughly about 2.5 million today. Jesus. <laughs> so I really got a kick out of, well, I didn't get a kick out of reading about sexual abuse, but yeah, but you know, I got a kick out of that. It's good. Uh, okay, John, any other facts about this? Uh, so at one point, one of the kids says they've learned a lot about David Geffen. So David Geffen founded both uh, Asylum and Geffen Records, the home to Guns N' Roses, uh, Elton John, Nirvana, Johnny Mitchell and Bob Dylan. Uh, while teachers should not guarantee confidentiality, they are not legally obliged to inform parents about subjects discussed by their pupils. So I was looking at that teacher. Yeah, teacher pupil confidentiality, which doesn't exist. It didn't exist. And Korg was founded in 1962 in Tokyo, Japan. So that's the makers of the keyboards. Oh, the keyboards, Korg keyboards. Yeah, absolutely. Fantastic. And that's me. That's it. Brilliant. School of Rock Musical, John, won the Laurence Olivier Award for Outstanding Achievement in Music. Uh, started on Broadway in 2015, the West End in the UK in 2016, and there was a 2021 UK tour, which I certainly didn't bother with. Uh, yep. But Andrew Lloyd Webber owns the rights to that, written by um, Julian Fellows. There you go. You know him. He's a prick. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) You know him. He's a fat tosser. (laughs) Come come at us, fellows. We've got Patreon money to back us up. (laughs) Uh, I think I've only got a couple of other bits, but there's some... Uh, okay, some of the kids, and I, I got I got fed up looking at the kids because most of them aren't in anything else. They're yeah. not in anything else, right? There's only no, no. a couple of them that are. Uh, Lawrence Robert Tassai, this is his only credit. Uh, so he was the, the kid on the keyboards. Yep. And but I, I did get quite a big uh, quite a big thing out of Zach, the kid Zach. Um, he got arrested uh, for stealing guitars in 2019. 
What? Yeah, he was arrested for stealing guitars in 2019. Was, um, that, was that a string of fifths? <laughs> <laughs> Very good. Um, and he's released he released a couple of EPs in 2020, which I did manage to find. Uh He's called Joey Gados, Joey Gados Jr. By the way, <laughs> which I think is jo- Joey Joey Jojo Shabadoo, <laughs> the worst name I've ever heard. Uh, okay, John, how many do you think we got? Oh God, I'd like to say it was over a hundred. Okay, and I'd like to say it's over a hundred. So say it. Is it over a hundred? It is, John. <laughs> what? Hundred and four. Oh, a little bit higher. Hundred and seven. Oh, 106 it was. Oh, what? Good work. Me, I'm sorry. Yeah. Good work, the boys. Yeah. Good work, nice. the lads, that one. Well Fantastic done, stuff. Yeah, absolutely. Um, right, shall we, uh, shall, we, shall we sum it up? Yeah. Uh, if you give us a quid, we'll shout you out every episode, which is what we're going to do just now, eh, big man? Right. Nice. Um, Mono Rats at the Movies. They just finished their Don Bluth month uh, with um, uh, an American tale, which means... Somewhere out there, there's another shit Resident Evil film coming soon, <laughs> or maybe yeah. in the name of the king, or some other straight to DVD pish from them. Uh, yeah, because that's the kind of thing they do. Uh, Rob Jones from Records of Bands, new season starting this week. Uh, loads of familiar voices of people that have been on this podcast, including me at some point. Uh, we will be having Rob on, uh, John, news to you for um, High Fidelity. We are going to do five favourite films. Cool. Uh, Modern Escapism, I was on last week arguing to fuck for my favourite Oscar films. Uh, I didn't win because they're all oh. a bunch of fucking nerds. But that's okay. I'm a winner in life because, John Boy, <laughs> I got you, babe. Oh, love it. Love it. Uh, brilliant episode. I would be on that every week if they would have me. Uh, Candy, if you could be busy a bit more regular, that would be great. Uh, <laughs> uh, Ali, Dale, and Megan are all members of Carlisle Gamers Club. If you want a board game and you are in Cumbria, uh, come to Carlisle. You can paint models, do loads of like minded nerd stuff. Uh, get down to Lowther Street. They do that every day from about four o'clock. Um, on the subject of utter fucking dweebs, Nigel Davis of the Wonder Emporium. We love him. He's going to be making us some merch shortly, but he'll also make you some tabletop accessories and the like. Find him on Etsy and Facebook at the Wonder Emporium. Uh, oh, Paul Parks, SP Film Viewers. Paul's just bought the new Shaw Brothers box set, so I'm going to be DMing him to do the one arm swordsman <laughs> as a future episode. That would be great. Uh, Hallmark of Greatness, Joe, of course. Uh, we are doing 1990s The Bronx Warriors this week. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> I knew you would like that, John. <laughs> Your ears proper pricked up. Uh, there. Whatever no, huh? you were doing a moment ago, you just put down and gone, oh, really? It's on YouTube and it's, and it's full. Jesus. Um, it's my pick this week and I am well pleased with it uh, because it's one of those stupid Italian films that claim to be American. Yeah, yeah. That's uh, <laughs> so much fun, though. No? <laughs> yeah, it's great fun. Uh, that prick punk from What the Fuck Do You Want uh, has been slagging off the PS5 controller the past few weeks. And Venture Brothers, talking about Venture Brothers, which I'd never watched, and on the back of it, I've got into that. I've done about five episodes. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, back to the regular host, Filthy, this week, and that's good because he's not a massive arsehole. <laughs> <laughs> Jokes. Ian and Maria from Bantha Liberation Front, listen to them talk Mandalorian because I am sick to the back teeth of Ian complaining no one's listening to that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Gav Belson, Dan Belson, be here with Belson Podcast. This week, Big Al, wrestling. Oh, Jesus, more Kanye this week. Can we stop talking about Kanye? If we stop talking about him, he's going to go away. Yeah, that's, that's how it works. Uh, Josh Wilson's got seven new podcasts this week. Uh, one of them is on Screw It Up, where he and Amanda solve problems from funerals, personal hygiene, eating out, you name it. And Ian, Rachel, Gavin, Emily, and Phil, the people that don't have anything to uh, chat about uh, in particular, thank you for your money. Now, don't forget to get us on the socials. We're on every, every pretty much every social, at 100ThingsFilm, all one yep. word. Uh, and we've got a fun little meme group on Facebook that we're all sharing stuff to, and loads of listeners are sharing stuff. It's good. Loads of shit posts. Just search 100 Things We Learned From Film. In groups, yeah, uh, lovely, yeah, lovely short episode. This John, yeah, no, it's been we're not uh, fucked. We're so we're not fucked. Yep. I'm no hungover or nothing. I feel really good about myself. <laughs> <laughs> uh, say something nice to the lovely people. Well, should we say something about the uh, sponsorship? 
Oh, Hello. shit, John. Helping the community. Hell, I completely forgot. Yeah, so we are the new sponsors of... Oh, fucking hell. Sorry, Drew. <laughs> We're the new sponsors, the sleeve sponsors of the Border City Greens FC, who <laughs> are a uh, charity... Uh, not charity, but they are a football football club uh, with the aim of supporting uh, people in Carlisle and North Cumbria with uh, their mental health um, through playing football, having somewhere to go weekly, train, yeah. learn. I'm going to be putting on some fucking shorts and boots shortly and going for a training <laughs> session. It is going to be brutal. I'll get some That's, photos uh, of me. That'd be good over. for your mental health, don't you? Really? Yeah, absolutely. Good. But we honestly, I, I met with Drew and we had a chat about it. Um, so we've thrown your patron money into that. Um, so your yeah, patron money will always be spent on something fun or something yeah. that that's we a good, support great cause on. absolute great that, cause love that it. i will keep forgetting about um <laughs> and yeah so i'm i've actually also promised to dedicate some extra time to that like i've got any fucking time to do anything uh oh, i can't Rich, even find time Rich, Rich, Rich gonna leave you um, <laughs> it is a matter of days lad <laughs> but yeah uh, i'll put a um i'll put a link to their socials um on the website and uh, hopefully, at some point, we will be in ownership of some shirts, which we yeah. may be able to sell, but I don't know that yet. I'm working on doing that. So, hopefully, <laughs> we'll get you some 100 Things Border Greens shirts because they're gorgeous shirts. Nice. You dug us out of a hole there, big man. Yeah. Well done. <laughs> You're very welcome, mate. <laughs> Sunday mode, activate. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, my Sunday mode is going to be fucking uh, editing this. Right. Anyway, John, a pleasure as always to be back uh, a little bit sooner than we hoped as well. Um, yeah. Listeners, uh, share it. Tell people that you like it. Please give us some reviews and all that kind of stuff. And hopefully we'll be back um, a couple of weeks' time with more yeah. Ray Reardon uh, <laughs> related. <laughs> I'm going to try and squeeze Ray Reardon into the next episode as well. Anyway, uh, thanks very much. Uh, so he's been John. I've been planting. It's been 106 things we learned from the School of Rock. See ya. See ya, guys. See ya, guys.